0: Hello listener, I am Jake's brother, Sam, and I imagine a fair portion of you listening have been directed this way by the intrepid man himself, uh, which is great, it's um, sort of the point of this podcast. We're um, quite similar, me and Jake, in lots of ways, except while he tends to take on enormous physical feats and connects with thousands of people about important issues, I prefer to stay at home, and try to stream up-to-date football highlights on my laptop. If you haven't been directed here by Jake, and don't really know what I'm talking about, this podcast is a conversation between me and my brother as he enters his final days of an 18-month trek around mainland Britain. On Monday, we spent a beautiful day walking around the South Downs, just outside of Winchester, which is the footage that you're about to hear. This is designed more to those initiated with Black Dog Walks. So if what I'm saying is lowland nonsense, then I would go and glean some context from Jake's Facebook page or search him through Instagram or Twitter um, just to get a better picture of what he's been doing. Um, Jake Tyler, Black Dog Walks, is the thing to search Anyway, this is just something that I've edited together in, um, in one evening and squeezed out in time before Jake finishes his walk in Brighton on Saturday. So hopefully some of you will get to have a listen to it before then. The recordings you'll hear are genuine, authentic field recordings. And sometimes they're so, so true that the authentic dusty wind gets into um, the microphone i was using but any little distortions and sound are only momentary so um just hang in there if it gets on your nerves right that is enough from me for now let's hear from the main man himself the recurring song you'll hear is john the unready by the band blue house Yeah. Hey. So we've already been together for about an hour and a half So yeah. it feels weird to do like, hey Lots, a kind of, of, hay lots some, of shit has uh, been shot yeah. already <laughs> um, But how's it going? It's going alright yeah. yeah Yeah. Do you want to um, explain where we are?
1: Yeah, so we've just les- left Winchester Which is where the South Downs Way starts And I'm going to spend the next five days Just walking along this national trail and running, um, running and walking down this national trail Uh to Eastbourne before I cut back along the coast to Brighton.
0: So yeah, it's the final stretch, the final, final stretch. So Saturday there's a kind of welcoming committee down in Brighton. Yeah, that I organised. Did you? (laughs) What's that? Which I hate, like, that's
1: the reason I've always hated my birthday, because you, you're organising an event around you, it just feels so nice. Yeah, p- 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 designed to get people to get maximum enjoyment out of you. Yeah. Um, but, you know, so, I, I don't know, if I had it, if I kind of had it my way, then I, I wouldn't, but it,
0: it, it's this, this yeah, huge the right thing.
1: I right thing. Yeah, I think so. There needs, needs to be a big sort of celebration at the end of this, because it's been my life for nearly two years now. Yeah. looking good yeah 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 right. so we're we're um we're starting off from the opposite way the opposite oh, side yeah. of the south downs to what we started when you put, you came out on the third day
0: yeah june 2016 yeah in it's june um, 30th arundel Arundel. just after Brexit all the gear no idea springs to mind <laughs> <laughs> yeah just the the most uh, the best dress I remember you, I,
1: yeah, it, everything was just so pristine as well wasn't I? I remember to, you I, I picked you up from the station and you just took one look at me and you laughed and I knew exactly <laughs> what you were
0: laughing at. I had the compass around my neck and yeah like crisp ordinate <laughs> survey maps and then um and then, yeah, within about two hours the map had disintegrated. You can go back and listen listen to that one um, that was yeah we that were trying that, to get to Chichester weren't we that's right yeah', we're yeah. Just, we're just totally pear shaped yeah but um so what we're talking that's a year and a half ago Well yeah just over there. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. to to see you that was a week after you'd started a few or a few days after and this is like you're on the home stretch now yeah so and it's good, the same national park there you nice. go it's continuity nice, it's mate. real yeah it's a really nice real nice symmetry to that isn't it so yeah and I guess it's just interesting to get a perspective because if you take if you take that particular um, episode or podcast or whatever mm-hmm. I'm calling it, that was much that was much more about oh, yeah. your kind of um, aspirations for the trip, whereas this is more more kind of reflection time, isn't it? Yeah, because it's yeah, all, I it's all so. gone before. Um, we last saw each other at Christmas. Yeah, and then you you made the decision kind of around that time that you were going to. Well, maybe it was before that when you were in Scotland, you were actually going to run.
1: Yeah, the rest
0: of the way back down to Brighton.
1: Well, I'd already run from Edinburgh to um, Newcastle before Christmas. Yeah, and the plan was then to leave what I didn't need back at home and run. Go back as, as soon as we finished. You know, as soon as Christmas was over, go back up to where I left off and run all the way back down. So that's what I've been doing. It's taken me about seven weeks to run here. Uh, or, or to London at least from um, from Edinburgh, mm. and and it's and that that this this most recent section has been so different to what it was before because I had to send I sent all my stuff home so like my tent, mm-hmm. my sleeping bag, all that sort of stuff, and I was I, I mean it's, it was really risky really and I was kind of waiting I kind of wanted someone to make the decision for me I really wanted to do it but I was kind of thinking is this really dumb. Because I, I, there's no guarantees that I'm going to get places to stay. I've got, I've only got this amount of money left. If I get screwed, you know, I've only got about a four-day buffer where I can get a travel lodge or whatever. Uh-huh. So, so you know, it's, it's too much of a risk. And in the end, I was in uh, Kinross, and I was thinking about should I do this or not? Where's that? Which is just north of Edinburgh.
0: Okay. I do <laughs> think Scotland. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure. And, um, They're the big ones, aren't they? Edinburgh and Glasgow. Edinburgh
1: and Glasgow, yeah. So it's sort of, uh, you think about it like a Premier League table. Yeah. Ken- Ross is very much the Stoke okay. of the entire of Scotland.
0: I just think the rest of it is just like a big boggy marsh. And it's just <laughs> yeah. uh, with yeah. a couple of lakes in it. Now, Scotland's lovely. Yeah. We, we went up there, didn't we? Yeah, <laughs> we enjoyed it. Yeah. Glossing over for any of the Scottish listeners that I don't have. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So I was in Kinross, and I was
1: really—I was kind of thinking about it. And I knew that if I did start running, then I'd have to send all my stuff home. Mm. There's no way I could use sort the size of my pack before. There's no yeah. way I could run with that. And um, I was in Kinross, and I was in the in the high street, and it was by this—you t- know—sort of December, so it was absolutely freezing. And I just saw this homeless guy in the street, and he—he he basically had nothing. I just—I just couldn't. I, I sort of walked past him and. Went for lunch somewhere. and I just couldn't stop thinking about, oh, that, that guy could be dead by January if he's, mm-hmm. if he's on the street in this. So I went, I, I went back and I gave him all the clothes I had and I gave him um, my sleeping bag. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, and so by doing that, I then had nothing. So I could send the rest home and do you know what I mean? So like, I was yeah, looking for yeah. someone to make the decision for me, and in a
0: way, he kind of inadvertently did. Right. So yeah, you, that reason you saw like a good, in, like a good incentive it was like, oh, I'm gonna help this guy out. Well, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Because I mean,
1: and it was it was kind of good. I, I don't believe in karma or anything like that, but I definitely think you can't you can't live your life with your hand out all the time and take take take. To yeah. make yourself whole, you have to when an opportunity arises and you get a thought that you might be able to help someone,
0: yeah, then you should. Yeah, man. Got, it's nice. It's yeah. nice to do that.
1: Especially when you know you're going to be staying in people's houses and eating their food. and yeah. So, yeah, it was a really easy decision to make. And, it was a, yeah, I'm really glad I did because, as it turned out, it was really easy to find accommodation yeah. the whole way. And some, yeah, I've just been staying with, I must have stayed with about
0: 50 different strangers and families and stuff over the past seven weeks. Yeah. So that was kind of to do with money, I suppose initially was it, yeah, yeah, yeah. and also the fact that it's the most recent leg of the trip. I can't call it a walk anymore because you've started running. Yeah, yeah, which is annoying. <laughs> um, so it's yeah started out as a kind of kind of a financial incentive, and also the conditions meant that it was you know camping was going to be well, really difficult. Yeah.
1: yeah, well, not just difficult, dangerous. Yeah, because um, yeah, I mean it's it's it was so cold at the time, even in the day. So in the evening, I mean, I'd, the last time I properly camped was uh, was when I was in the Cairngorms. I mean, actually, it was kind of before I got there. And if I, we, I had every intention of camping while I was in the Cairngorms, like right in the middle of the mountains, where it's so remote and there's no phone signal. It's just, it's about 50 miles of just pure mountains. You know, you're in there and it doesn't look like Great Britain. It's, yeah. It's absolutely incredible. <laughs> And I had every intention of walking halfway through, well, from Aviemore, halfway through the Cairngorms, and then picking it up the next day and walking the rest of the way to the next town. But the the climate within the mountains is different to what it is outside. It's about three or four degrees colder. Right. And it was getting to... I was with my friend Simon, and uh, it was getting towards... It was about seven in the evening, So, and this is in, like late November so it's completely pitch black at this point it's getting colder and colder by the minute my hands are just shaking I've got everything I own on and we're only about halfway through and it's just like it was the the only time I actually felt quite kind of scared like if we camp in this then we we might not make it through the night it was that cold and in the end I sort of desperately looked at the map to see if I could find a a bothy, which is like a little cabin, and they're kind of dotted around the highlands, you know, for, for people who walk long distances and maybe get lost or want to stop off somewhere. They're just these little cabins that have nothing in them, but you can, you know, there's like one chair in there and a, and a fireplace and some logs. And so, that's nice that they do that, yeah, it's really nice. I don't know who is that understand. quite a traditional thing, yeah, yeah. And if you find like sometimes I'd see because they, they don't have anything on the map to signify where they are it's just a little square they're really ambiguous and I think that you know that kind of adds to the the romance of them and the sort of mystery about why they're there and stuff yeah and uh but yeah like everyone I've found mm. you know there's messages that
0: you know hikers have written in there and yeah they're really cool sounds like a good um a good premise to have a horror film around set around around Oh as well. yeah
1: oh there's definitely something quite eerie about them just yeah being in a totally remote spot so in the end like I didn't think we'd make it through the night if we camped in the middle of the mountains, which was obviously a really scary thought. So I, I got the map out, and I saw if we broke off the trail a couple of miles in the other direction, I saw something that, you know, a little square on the map that might have been a Bothy. So I said to Simon, he was like, look, if, we, if we, we can't camp in this, and if we want to get to this next town, we are going to have to go through the night. And who knows what the fuck's going to happen. Because, I mean, it was just, it was ice over every rock. So we were slipping over constantly. I was just soaked wet because of the snow and the Jesus. rain. It was really, it was, like, pretty touch and go for a while. And then, and so I was like, look, well, it's, it's going to be kind of dangerous if we do that. And it's going to be miserable. And we're going to miss all the mountains. So I say we break off and investigate this Little square on the map. By this point, Simon is just raging, like he can't believe he said yes to this, and he's like, <laughs> you uh, know, he's absolutely
0: furious. Sorry, just quickly, Simon is a guy that was also walking around the country. Is that yeah, him? Yeah,
1: yeah. Simon ran the coast of Great Britain,
0: right? So and he's like someone that you kind of looked up to a bit. Oh and, yeah, and then, you, and then you end up, and then he sort of
1: became a friend. Yeah, bizarrely. Um, so I stayed. So he, I put him up in Brighton. And then he said, when you get round to the Highlands, you can stay with me in Findhorn. So gotcha. I hit him up, and because he'd, his, his challenge was all over, I turn up, and I'm just filthy. And he's like, oh, God, I just want to get out. And I was like, well, just come into the mountains with me the next day. But because his head isn't in it anymore, we're out there in the middle of nowhere. And I think, you know, I was getting really pissed off. with It was like, you know, it is dangerous, but, like, this is an adventure, man.
0: Like- it sounds like Lord of the Rings <laughs> yeah. when they're up in the mountains. Yeah. It wasn't too far off. Well, you know, it totally was. It was uh, nothing yeah. like it, really. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, He's not an elf, is he? Just, completely human, Just <laughs> He uh, is a man. Yeah. <laughs> so
1: so basically, we I, I make the decision to investigate what could be a Bothy. If it is one, I sort of gave it myself 50-50. If it is one, we can stay in there. And pick it up tomorrow, and then we're just out of the cold, so... It's <laughs> I realised p- it would just be a
0: nice, relaxing square to hang out in. <laughs> <laughs> oh, a bit oh, you perf- can have that bit, oh, I'll take that bit. perfect square we can tuck up in a little right angle, <laughs> whatever it is.
1: So, yeah, so we, we break off the track, and I'm just sort of walking there ahead of him. There's like a kind of 20-yard gap between us at this point, because we're he's very angry, and I'm just trying to find the thing. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. That what, sounds... <laughs> It Intense. got a bit bitter for a while.
0: And then. Was he mind you saying that?
1: No, he'll admit that. I don't think it was about me. I think he was, you know, I think he, he was kind of like. He was just so cold. I mean, I think the cold affects him more. And he was just,
0: you know. Oh, man, it sounds. It sounds. And it was incredibly like, stressful. Well, things yeah, to deal I think
1: with. it was stressful for everybody. I mean, I, I was kind of taking it in my stride a bit more, and I was sort of getting a bit frustrated with him being a bit petulant and stuff. So we just, <laughs> I just sort of led the way for a bit and tried to ignore him and just let him let him be annoyed. That's fine. And then we get to, so we've broken off the trail, and we're heading to where I think I hope this body's going to be. And we get to about on the map, you know, what looks about a hundred yards away, and I can smell. Wood burning.
0: Mm-hmm. So
1: I was like, oh, not only is it a body, but there's already someone in there and they've got a fire going.
0: Mate, this is just like the adventures Just people just don't have. It just like... <laughs> just that. just like you walking like, in the Scottish mountains and then you're like, I could smell the wood burning on the fire. It's great. You, yeah. see, like, when you just don't hear stories like that. No, I know. That is no, um, it's, something from an so just, adventure novel.
1: I mean, at, at the time, it was really... It was kind of horrible, but... You know, who wants to hear a story about the, the trip that went perfectly according to plan? <laughs> you know, it's, it's a bit Just in jeopardy, so Yeah, Yeah, yeah. Um, so, so yeah, smelt the wood and I was like, oh, fuck. And you know, I turned to Simon and I was like, mate, it's a boffy and you're about to get out of the cold. So, he perked right up. We got in there, we kind of busted. By this time, it was probably about 8.39 in the evening. So, I mean, it is deathly cold. Man. Um, and How cold do you think? Oh, way, way below freezing. Yeah. Um, I mean that that was the thing because it was it was snowing but it was kind of rain at the same time and it, it was just freezing
0: the rocks and stuff. It's really treacherous. Right? Yeah,
1: yeah. It, it, it's it was so remote. It's not it's not a trail like a well maintained path. It's like lots of scrambling. You have to follow the map exactly, and uh, and so we get there and it's just you know in the darkness we've got our head torches on and stuff out the darkness you can see this this cabin there's a light inside and smoke pouring out the top and we just bundled there was two two geezers in there both called Steve that I found out <laughs> eventually but I, we, we just sort of burst in and I didn't even make eye contact with him. I just ran straight to the fire. I just put my hands in front of him. It was like, And
0: They're probably uh, having a romantic weekend away. Well, I know, I know, <laughs> I
1: know. I just, I, after, like, sort of doing that, I, I felt so bad. They looked so put out. Because, I mean, I would. If I thought I was in the middle of nowhere with my mate or my partner or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And at 9 o'clock when it all looks like it's just going to be us and no one else. then two pissed off wet blokes <laughs> just turn up. And you can't do anything about it. So, yeah, but, I mean, after, you know, I just... Got on the charm offensive once we got in and just kicked, kicked my boots off and stuff. And there were a few other chairs, so we just, me, me and Simon, <laughs> and we so were talking we, about your favourite botany. <laughs> <laughs> this is a good one, isn't it? Yeah. And yeah, they just turned, yeah, they're these two proper proper Scotch hikers and yeah. the thickest accents. And, and, yeah. and we just sort of sat What's around, uh, no, I'm okay. And we just sort of sat around, burning what was left of the wood. Just yeah. all, all
0: around this fire. It's kind of like survival stuff, isn't it? Really. Like, kind of. I, 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 I'm sure. Well, they would have got over it fairly quick. Cause... Saying it's survival,
1: though. But like, si- we, we, we all had food on us. Obviously, so Simon, yeah. Simon ends up making like some smashed avocado on a water biscuit thing. It was all very. <laughs> it was all very kind <laughs> of like first
0: world yeah. survival. <laughs> Everyone's got their emergency smashed avocado. Yeah, yeah, yeah. in a, so, in, yeah, in foil. a little, yeah. little barrister station, like. <laughs>
1: Yeah. Could do a fucking flat white ones, you- <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and so yeah, we just kind of hung out for like two or three hours. I told uh, you know I told a few stories about my trip, and Simon obviously told them a few stories about his trip because he's you know he's done what I've do at, done and some you know, and so these two blokes were kind of I can't believe they're bloody laugh by the end. Yeah, yeah. In my head, couple couple of, <laughs> couple of racconters show up. <laughs> like you too. Um, and then, uh, and then, yeah, we all, you know, we all call it a night once the last of the woods burnt, and everyone just finds a place on the floor. And and the best thing about the whole thing was because we were both so stressed the evening before, and because it was so dark, we're obviously missing all that scenery. Uh uh-huh. And and you know, to the point where you know, if it's out of sight, it's out of mind. So we just we're just focusing on the trail, like where we're getting to, all that sort of stuff. So the next morning wake up and it's, you know, the sun's sort of poking through and I walk out of this cabin and you're just engulfed by mountains.
0: Oh man. All
1: snow capped mountains for as far as the eye can see and you're just, you've got no phone signal or anything and it's like it doesn't, it didn't feel like Great Britain. It felt like I was in a painting or something. <laughs> it, just, it felt like I was trapped in a painting.
0: <laughs> man, that is that is um, awesome. Post, is that after Christmas? No, yeah, after, yeah, that was just before Christmas. So then I saw you, I saw you over um, over Christmas for a few days, and yeah. then you went back up to Hartlepool. So then the last, however long it's been, six weeks? Yeah, it's since it's Christmas, seven weeks, yeah. It's been, um, you've just been caning it, running <laughs> most days, just straight down from there. Yeah, is that ba- right?
1: Yeah, basically... Um, I mean it's been most I didn't I wasn't on the east coast, I was basically because I wanted to see York and I, I've got friends in Nottingham and I knew that I'd have to kind of hit the places where I knew people to guarantee that I had somewhere to stay. Yeah. Um and so it was a lot of a lot of road running. So yeah. you know it's not the most inspiring of landscapes, so I I was able to just spend the whole day running. I mean and at first like straight after Christmas it took me a while to get going, but when when you start doing it every day, and and when you're staying with people, you 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 wake up early in the morning, and I kind of just want to get out of there. You know, I've done all the talking I want to do with strangers the night before, and then okay. the next morning I kind of want to get out of there. So it all it, it, it turned it into this really
0: sort of productive. Yeah, you seem way like this seems it. like been like the most focused, yeah. like A to B kind of driven part of the trip. Since Absolutely, last, since and, Christmas. and it's
1: because I've you know I haven't just woken up in my tent and not been asked and just sat around in there reading my book for a couple of hours and then having to put it all away and and carry on it's and I get up early and I have a little chat with them in the morning and then I just want to I just want to get off and then I'm out then so I may as well just start running so so yeah I became really motivated really quickly and yeah pretty pretty soon after I picked it up again I was I was easy I was doing easily you know 15 20 miles a day yeah and the, and the good thing about that is as well, because it's in the middle of winter, so the days are so much shorter. It would, have, and it, you know, fifteen, twenty miles—it's a whole day of walking. Whereas yeah. I, I can, you know, once I started to get fit and everything, I could do that in three hours. Yeah. When I was running, so it just all, all of it made total sense, and, and like you said, it just it made me so much more focused. And on top of all that, it brought a whole other edge to the to the walk. You know, just from flying solo all day every day, maybe a, a few stop and chats along the way. All of a sudden, I'm. I'm 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 getting to know people in the most intimate of ways
0: because the nature of it's changed quite a lot because obviously you we're camping a bit here and there and uh, through Facebook and I'd imagine Instagram and you know Twitter and stuff. Yeah, you're being put up every night by you'll explain where you're going, where it's going to be on your route, and you have essentially got a lot of the time strangers, people you don't know. Offering you a bed for the night, yeah, and yeah, I mean we touched on it a little bit, but I just thought I'd explain exactly how the process of it works. Um, what's that experience been like then, well, staying with different people every night? It's it's it really is amazing.
1: I think by definition, anyone who's going to put up a total stranger who needs a place to stay for the night is going to be is going to be an all right person.
0: Yeah, you know. so oh, definitely. Yeah. So I'm, I'm Samaritan. Kind of,
1: yeah, exactly. I'm kind of going in there. Sort of safe in the knowledge of that, yeah. You know that just by definition they're they're going to be a decent decent person.
0: Um, you can also do a little bit of profiling because it's through Facebook a lot of time. Yeah, so yeah, if, exactly. If it uh, it takes away a bit of that mystery, yeah, I guess. <laughs> yeah, is, um, well, I mean,
1: but the the thing, I, yeah, I, I
0: I mean, I just I didn't really do that though,
1: because yeah. I thought I thought I judge people on on how they were online or, or
0: whatever. So, it, you know, their profile picture's really nice, and the next one is them with just, like, you know, like a machete, like, <laughs> covered in blood. Be like, no, I, I just didn't want to intrude and try and get too big a profile of them first. <laughs> Missed all the warning signs. Yeah, yeah, the pro, yeah, profile picture is them with the,
1: you know, Vickers collar on, and then, yeah, all the other pictures are, yeah, them
0: with nurses' heads. <laughs> um... Yeah. No, but obviously you're not. You're um. You're not a precious person at all. You're very like um. Stuff like that doesn't um doesn't concern you. Me neither. Really. I'm just being a bit stupid. You know, I wasn't going into
1: it blind, completely. You know, there'd always be a bit of a back and forth beforehand. I think to myself is sort of look around, find where the exits are, get my bearings. <laughs> itself to the walking or running has become the backdrop but it's kind yeah. of secondary now and it's what it's, 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 it's like ah. yeah you know and and it's not like again with with many things that are kind of helping me manage depression currently you, you know I'm getting it's really strange it's, I, I, I often worry about how I'm going to translate a, a lot of what I've learned in terms of you know meeting people and 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 m- looking after my physical health how easy it's going to be to get all that in in a in a life where I'm not that isn't so transient where I'm not just passing through places and meeting people I don't know all the time yeah but i'm sure it will come um because it's been it's become so habitual now yeah like this is this is kind of how how it's been for you know, on and off for a year and a half. So I just hope that I don't I don't look back on this period and sort of romanticize it and miss it and think mm-hmm. that that was what was making me happy and now I don't have that anymore. The challenge is gonna be right, I have all that stuff now. I feel like I've got that in my arsenal. I know what I need when I feel bad. How can I implement it? And how can it be as effective now as it was back then? Yeah. And again, you know it's the idea of working that
0: out, it kind of makes me anxious, but... I guess these are anxieties about it kind of coming to an end. Yeah. Um, so you're obviously mindful of what's what's coming next yeah. quite a lot. Yeah. And it's I, something I, you think about a lot. Yeah, it,
1: it, yeah more and more now definitely and I'm going to really miss this lifestyle.
0: Do you reflect
1: much on stuff, experience that you've had on this whilst you're walking a lot of the time? Not really it's quite strange, I, I, I wish I did more, I feel like certain certain people, certain personality types they seem to be able to tap into that very often but I, I've always had this real problem with um, it's weird, like, do you remember when you came to Penzance we, we did, me, you and mum did Penzance to Land's End? Yeah when we actually got to Land's End itself, it was supposed to be in, you know, because you know, I've been walking west for a couple of months and all of a sudden I've got to change trajectory and, and, and Land's End is like a big mark. But when we got there, it was like, OK, we're here now, let's just carry on walking. I, I never, like, sense of occasion seems to mm-hmm. elude me when, um, you know, when it should. And, and I think lots of, there's a certain kind of personality type where, you know, the kind of people that that kind of break down at the end of the marathon and and they, they kind of their emotions they become overwhelmed at the exact moment of when the thing is finishing or starting at the significant moment but I don't have that I kind of wish I did sometimes yeah because I kind of annoy myself like when I finish the marathon I got to the end, and all the production team there, Nick's there, ran the whole thing with Poppy, and I was the only one there who wasn't in tears. The whole thing just washed over me. And I, was just, I remember thinking, just like, you emotionless
0: <laughs> bastard. <laughs> why, like, why aren't you feeling anything? Else? Yeah, and then but it, you'd and and in you it It's I did. No, in at a different rate, doesn't it?
1: It does, completely. A couple, of, a couple of, I think it was like a week later or something, I was speaking to Poppy on the phone. No, that was it. She, she directed me to a, a video that someone had posted of her on Facebook, of her running the marathon. And I watched it and I was out, you know, having a run. And, uh, and that's when it all hit me and it all really overwhelmed me. And I had to sit down and have a little moment and everything. Yeah. So I, I always get it eventually, the pre or post, you know, event. Yeah. But I find, I, I think because, because that's kind of part of my makeup, I think the, the inability I have to, to, to reflect in a certain way while I'm actually doing something... I can't really do that, I think they're kind of it's just how my my brain works and i think I was actually thinking about this yesterday like when once this is all done, I think it will take i think it will take a couple of years for me to look back at this mm. and realize
0: exactly mm-hmm. what it is as because it's it is so normal to me now. i think I think it probably helps in a way like if you would were feeling the weight of what you were doing yeah. um, then you, you've actually got a job to do in a way which is to, is to finish this walk yeah. and to get it done I think if you were held down by the significance of it a lot, I, th- I don't know if it would necessarily be that, I mean you obviously you, you, you want to take it in and you want it to be a present fulfilling experience Yeah. but you know you've done so much, you've done so many <coughs> amazing stories along the way Yeah. We've seen so much beautiful stuff. It's like the hit rate of which you've got to process that yeah, yeah. is—it um, comes thick and fast. So you know, with you, with what you've done, I think it will just have to come with with, with time. I'm sure, and um, obviously, it will—it will happen. You know, we're going to um, me and Jake and our mum and sister are going to India for two weeks in a few weeks after Jake you finish yeah. in February. This will, this will be a kind of recreational time you don't have to you're not identified with being the walking no, man yeah, yeah. and you will actually will be in a very like clear open wide space thing. I'm, I'm sure so it'll it might, be really good yeah I think it would as well and it's just like the perfect way to to combat
1: the post adventure blues or, or yeah. whatever it's yeah. going to really sting mate when you get back from India that's when it's <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's where it's going to really kick in yeah 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 when <laughs> I've got nothing yeah. literally nothing build I've got myself a place up the to live bottom. and I've got
1: to move back in with mum on the boat and I'm <laughs> 30, nearly 32 It's all going to get a bit shit for a while. But no, like I, I don't, I don't
0: care, you know. Well, mate, I mean, how, how many, uh, yeah, how many people have done have done what you've done? It just, yeah, um, it's no, just your, you're so lo- no. <laughs> yeah. What you need to do is just get on your. How ped- many countries you walk around? <laughs> you None, know? Yeah. What you need to do is just get on your pedestal and stay there. <laughs> yeah. And then the moment you let any creeping doubt come in, be like, well, I fucking did this, I so fuck off. I yeah. want oh, how, how much mileage I get out of that. How many years? can I Yeah, I think that it'll on make you really somebody. happy, mate. I yeah. think that's. True. <laughs> I think that's what you should do. You know, got an enormous accomplishment there in yeah. the can. You'll yeah, always yeah. have that. Yeah, exactly. Um, and, and, uh, and there's loads of stuff you could do. Uh,
1: delivery, <laughs> yeah. delivery bloke. Delivery, as long yeah. as I get away every day now and again and do get a van, manly van. Yeah, I need to learn how to drive but uh, Yeah, um, but no, you're you're totally right. And I think if. Uh, the things that I've learned and the, and the lifestyle choices that I've made, you know, the things I've realised about myself, about the things I need, the things I don't need, how I want to be from this point on, mm. has has been because I've done what I've done. Yeah, man. I've given myself the tools to be happier. Yeah. And to be more in control of my state of mind, my mental health, and that's the, you know that's the victory really, isn't it?
0: You have been going round.
1: Um, do you know what? If there's one thing that I think I might regret about all of this is how, how, because it's weird. Like every single day, I run into something or somebody new, and it's always quite. You know, if I'm staying with someone, which I have been for the last seven weeks, I end up having a big, deep conversation. At, at the time, I think, oh, of course, I'm going to remember this person. Of course, I'm going to remember this situation or this conversation. But then sometimes I kind of try and think back to a couple of weeks ago and who I've stayed with and I can't I can't remember the face of who I've stayed with yeah. and who I've had this big connection with. So I think if I have any kind of big regret from this it would be that I didn't didn't document as much as I as I did. I mean I take tons of photos every day and I'm hoping that they're gonna jog my memory enough. And I and I blog sort of as you know, as I'm, But the, the blogging's turned more into um, what's going on with me mentally rather than what's what what's actually happening on the walk lately, so <laughs> You know, be sort of trawling through old blogs and trying to trying to like piece uh, sort of <laughs> together where your head was at. Yeah, yeah, and and, and ultimately where I was geographically. Um, but I, but you know I I think well I don't need to remember every single little little part of it. And I think a lot yeah. I think a lot of what's really great about remembering things in the past is that the the, the memory is is incomplete. Yeah. Yeah. You, you know, like it, it takes it takes one photo of me when I was seven. To look at that for me to remember to remember very specific things about being that age yeah and and the things I remember are the, are the things that have stuck with me, so everything else kind of
0: yeah is, is allowed
1: to fade away in some ways, so yeah
0: I mean one, one the great thing is is that although you don 't necessarily remember all those meetings, those people do yeah as well, and your your memory is kind of pulled in other people as well if you, they and also you are you are kind of the event there as well, they are going to remember you and have you know there will always be an access point to you yeah so i'm sure over the years you'll get these people that may have kind of receded into memory they'll come out the woodwork in a few years and be like how you doing honestly When you actually sit back and think, what do I remember other than an image, and how much of that image has been cultivated over me telling the story around it for years, yeah, we right. actually, actually remember the bare bones of what do you actually know as bona fide fact of my past. Yeah. It's actually quite... Actually not much there at all. No. There's experience and knowledge learned from it, mm. which, is in, which is incredibly vital, yeah. but actual precise details is hard. Yeah, it is. It is. I find memory so fascinating
1: because we we like our the, the the timeline of a of a single cell in your body it regenerates every every few years you are you are physically not the same person you were 10 years ago because all your cells have have, have died and then re, regenerated the, one of the only one of the only things that actually kind of get out it's slipping all over the place incredibly slippery all of a sudden one of the if not the only thing that, that stays with us throughout our entire life is memory yeah. and 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 if you break down everything into biology and, and what you know memories are, are stored in a certain part of the brain and so they must they must be sort of cells or organisms within themselves but memory as a concept is a residual um, thing from uh, from like a bacteria or an illness or, or like a disease from Thousands of years ago, that has stayed with the, um, you know, the, the version of of a human that was then that that, that kind of evolved. I don't know. It's, it's
0: making my brain hurt. Just <laughs> you just know before. what? I was I was literally just thinking like. Like at this point, I could just like this is probably an absolutely amazing podcast about memory that we should just uh, divert you to because now cause now it's just two of us two speculating about about really how, about, how, about how about how it works yeah sort of confident experiential to try to sort of get faintly scientific I'm just <laughs> looking at you like <laughs> where are you going with this yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But if you want to know about this so definitely seek out another podcast <laughs> <laughs> yeah we'll stop that there
1: alright cool what are we doing now Okay, so we're going to run the rest. We've been walking for like four miles. Yeah. So we're going to run the last nine or ten to Exton, where we're, we're getting picked
0: up by Charlie's mum. <laughs> cool. So this is this is kind of like you running now for the rest of the road. Yeah, yeah. This
1: is, so from now, from this point, I'll be running all the way to Eastport, which is about and 95 the, miles To the like. end of your
0: journey. Yeah. yeah. Just <laughs> trying to capture that on, <laughs> on, on this exclusive. Yeah, yeah. At yeah, the moment. They know that, they know that. Alright. Alright mate. Let's do it. Good luck for the rest of it and we're gonna do about ten miles now. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Okay, watch it out Okay. okay. Alright. <laughs> 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 Alright. Cheers. <laughs>